Hey everyone, it's Andrew. And today we're gonna to use the legal mindset to look at common law marriage. Now, what is common law marriage? And how is that different from a traditional marriage? Now, you know what a traditional marriage is. Here comes the bride, the reception, the party, the open bar. Is that just me? Okay. Well, a traditional marriage is typically sanctioned by the state. There's some sort of license or registration or some other way that the state comes and stamps off, puts their seal of approval on that marriage. Now, that used to be between a man and a woman. Now you have civil unions as well as official marriages between a man and a man, woman and a woman, or non-binary in certain jurisdictions. Now, when we talk about common law marriage, we're talking about marriages that are not recognized or officiated by the state. There's no license, there's no registration. And these typically occurred, although not entirely, typically occurred in states that were frontier states. They were states that were far out west. People were settling. People were going there with a wagon and their family, and there was no officials nearby. There was no mayor. They would just live together as husband and wife. They'd have children. But then if one of them passed away, let's say the husband passed away and the wife wanted to take that property and inherit it, there'd be an issue. They weren't officially married. Maybe they just met informally at the last trading post. Well, that's where common law marriage came in. Common law marriage said if you've lived together and held yourselves out as husband and wife, we're gonna recognize that. Now, over time, common law has decreased in popularity. Fewer and fewer states use it, but some states still do. 10 states, DC and Puerto Rico all recognize it. Now, one important principle is that cohabitation is not enough. Let me say that again. Cohabitation, living with somebody, and just living with somebody is not enough to qualify as common law marriage, despite what your uncle might have said. You're practically married to that girl. Probably not. You've also got to go a step further and hold yourself out as husband and wife. Now, what does that mean? Does that mean that somebody's gossiped about you being husband and wife? Does that mean a Twitter thread that said this girl is wifey material? No, 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 no. It means that your neighbors and community think of you as husband and wife. Is your name on a bill? Is it on social security? Is it on any other official forms or paperwork? Do you have a joint bank account? Do you have any other joint investment accounts or other property? Have you bought property together jointly? These things are taken together in what's called the totality of the circumstances. Now you're gonna hear that a lot in many videos. The totality of the circumstances is looking at every single factor that goes into a decision. Those factors would have to come together in a unified way to present a picture of the couple as husband and wife. Now, if the court looking at that found their husband and wife, they would be entitled to spousal benefits. Therefore, in the case of separation, alimony, or also survivor's benefits. Now, that's why it's very important you understand which state you're in and whether common law marriage applies. Now, another caveat is some states formerly had common law marriage, such as Florida, but no longer do. So if you had a common law marriage in Florida in 1950, they would still hold that to be valid today. That's why it's very important, especially in topics like this, that you consult with an attorney in your state who specializes in family law to understand common law marriage if you really are concerned about this issue. But hopefully that's outlined the general principles, the general parameters of common law marriage to give you the legal mindset and help you think about this issue. Until next time, this episode is adjourned.
Thank you.